0: Welcome to Talking Shift.
1: Podcast. My name is Cody Greer, and I'm your host. And alongside me, as always, are my co-host Trace Waney, Spooky Trey, and Kayla Bailey. Good evening. Happy Halloween, everyone, and welcome to our Halloween special. As our regular listeners know, we have our favorite movie cars. But tonight, we are going to be discussing our favorite cars from spooky movies and TV shows. Shh, shh, shh. <sighs> Ugh. <laughs> so, do you guys like scary movies and shows, or just
0: the cars? I love scary movies. Uh, not not so much. I'm a fan. I've seen every
1: movie and show on our list. I, Same. And that does not surprise me from either of you. I, I've seen most of them. So here's how we're going to do this. We're each going to take our top three favorite cars from spooky movies or scary television shows, or vice versa. And we're going to go from our least favorite to our most favorite.
0: Well, since you're the least versed in these, you go first. What is your number three
1: pick? Well, Caleb, this is kind of a deep cut, but the 71 Cuda 440 from the cult classic film Phantasm. Boy! Boy. The car is a classic. Black, 440, six-pack, pistol grip shifter. Thing is a collector's item and a dream car for Mopar people like myself. This one just so happens to be in a creepy movie about a really tall mortician who makes slaves out of dead people and has shining killer orbs (laughs) flying around. Boys, what do you guys think about that?
0: That that was a good movie. That's a crazy movie. Like I couldn't tell you like what any of this stuff means, and the ending of it is, did this happen or not? But (laughs) gesture my hand over my head. There's like five or six of those movies, and I've seen like two or three of them, and I have no idea what any of this stuff. Well, we means. don't know what's going on, but it's great. <laughs> it is nuts. One of those movies you just don't really know, but it's fantastic at the same time. After the first one, the guy, the ponytail guy that works as an ice cream man, he rigs up two shotguns together to work as a four-barrel shotgun, and he uses it. And I don't have any idea how it works. It's like ropes and shit and pulleys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> God. it's And they're cut to where you can stab with it, too. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> it's not that scary. It's just <laughs> strange.
1: <laughs> so, Trey, what is your number three pick? Well,
0: Raggy, it's the Mystery Machine.
1: Zoinks! So,
0: I, whether it be the movie, the TV show, or the Supernatural crossover, I grew up as a kid loving Scooby-Doo. You grew you up with, a child? Yeah, I grew up as a kid. <laughs> really? I was a child at one point. Um, he still is. I <laughs> definitely am. I have a child and I am a child. So the mystery machine, just that iconic paint job and everything. Like Cody said in a previous episode, though, there was no mystery in that machine. They were smoking dope. And yeah. he's not
1: wrong, but, I mean, we saw one at cruising, and that was fantastic. Loved it. So, Trey... The million-dollar question is this. Why is Fred always driving? Because everybody else is too high to drive, I guess. I think
0: it's because Fred's the only one with the driver's license. Uh, well, and it so may be Fred's Fred was actually the oldest one out of the group. If you watch the uh, pup named Scooby-Doo and everything, Fred was a grade
1: above them. Was also, he really?
0: Also, yep. keep in mind, Fred looks like one of those kids that comes from a family that's got money. This is the late 60s. Not very many people back then would have had a new van.
1: But... If you're going back to Pup dance Skippy-Doo, Daphne actually had all the money. She did have all the money, but do you think
0: Daphne's family would have bought her a van? No. Mm, she fair. Would have, Daphne if, would have had a Mustang. If anybody's parents would have bought them a van, even though Shaggy's dad was a cop, I just feel like Shaggy's dad would have bought him a van. Probably. But Shaggy's, Shaggy puts off big van vibes. And if I remember right, in the movie, the, it was Fred's car, wasn't it? Yeah. In the movies, the van belonged to Fred. Well, so The live action movies? Or, so yeah. It was Fred's. Well, the thing no, is... No, no, no,
1: no. The live action movies... Live action is Shaggy's. Shaggy's, is actually. Is yeah. yeah. I thought in the second one it
0: was Shaggy's. Or I thought it was Fred's because he had a bunch of work. Like beginning of the Island first. and everything. Because Shaggy and Scooby are... Like, like they, we, they play it off like they're smoking weed, really. They're cooking food in the van. Yeah. But... Scooby and Shaggy are in the van, and Fred's nowhere to be found. Writing his book on well, life. I guess also didn't in the Zombie Island. Fred had some work done on it too, didn't he? I okay.
1: think it depends on which one you're watching. I think speaking of Spooky Island, listeners, I think all of us can agree at this table: best Scooby Doo movie ever made. Zombie Island.
0: Zombie Island. Yes. Zombie Island.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Yes, absolutely. So Caleb,
0: what's going to be your pick? Well. Mine is going to be the Dragula from the classic 60s TV show, The Munsters. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on a second. It's not The Wraith? No, it's not. It's not, it's not Christine? Okay. Nope. Okay. No, you just have to wait and see what other picks are, guys. So, if you are not versed in 1960s sitcoms, the Dragula was from the Munsters episode, Hot Rod Herman. In this episode, Herm- Herman enters a pink slip drag race, the local drag strip, Remember how we told you guys that back in the 60s drag strips were everywhere it was a major thing? This was one of those times. Enter the local drag strip because uh, Eddie makes a bet with another kid that his dad's a faster driver than the other kid's dad. And the other kid's dad is a professional drag racer. <laughs> and so Herman goes to the drag strip and enters a pink slip drag race in the family car against this guy who's racing a
1: drag rail. Car. Hey, man, look, he, he watched NASCAR a few times and said it could be a stock car, it's, you know. it's Well,
0: I don't know if you've seen the monsters, Cody, because the monsters coach is part hot rod, part purse from the right. 1930s. It's got a nice big blower on the front, uh, lake pipes, slicks on the back. I mean, it looks like it could probably handle it, but, I mean, against a rail, I mean... A car purpose-built for drag racing. You know, what can you say? It's no wraith, but okay. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, everyone is completely disappointed in Herman, and he wants to fix that. So, he gets Grandpa to help him build a, build a car that he can win their family car back with. So, Herman and Grandpa stay up all night building a dragster that can beat the other driver and win the car back. And what they build is a rail. But it's no ordinary rail. This one has a casket for the body and a headstone from the front grill that reads Dragula. I know when I want to build a car, <laughs> I put a tombstone in the front of it. <laughs> it's 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 so cool.
1: It's extra downforce.
0: Yeah, that's the <laughs> other parts that they used on this car was a uh, the actual gas pipe, gas uh, lamps for like street lamps from the old time yep. old timey stuff. It had a canopy like a bubble top, but the canopy was actually from a from a Mig airplane that they cut up and <laughs> made work on it. Heck uh, yeah! It ran with a Ford eighty nine with hillborne injection and lake pipes. I mean it it's
1: really cool. Well what what's cool about that is like the attention to detail to that car. You just mentioned all the details. <laughs> like that's you don't get that nowadays. Uh-huh. Like it's
0: just And it's perfectly well documented what it was built after because the car in real life was built by the absolutely influential George Barris. Barris was responsible for a lot of classic TV shows like the Batmobile and the Monkey Mobile, the Beverly Hillbillies Oldsmobile pickup truck and some uh, other big things in the Hot Rod custom world. So tune in next season for an episode diving into the story of the Barris Brothers. So that car would be classified as not a Rat Rod, but a Bat Rod. Probably, yeah. Bat Rod. I think it was, prob- I think it was oh. probably a major influence on the Rat Rod culture. No, definitely.
1: Hashtag Bat Rod. <laughs> yes. <Hashtag laughs> bat
0: rod. So Cody, what is your second pick?
1: So my second pick might surprise a lot of people. So... I think we've all mentioned on the podcast a couple of times, we're all about 30 years old. When we were kids, what were some of your favorite movies as kids, guys? I mean, everybody watched Scooby-Doo, like Trey just mentioned. One of my personal favorites is Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. It's a classic. And in that movie, our buddy Shaggy Rogers has a tea T-bucket that he races.
0: Now, Cody, what's a tea T-bucket for our fans who don't know what cars are?
1: It's just an old four T bucket, Caleb. It's a Model T, right? Yeah, basically yeah. a Model T. I mean, there's no no top Model T. Big wide tires in the back of it. Convertible car. Big motor in the front of it. There's your T bucket. Depending
0: people. on who built it and who drove it, they can smoke a new Challenger, okay? Probably so. Yeah, oh, I tried God. that. I tried that one time. <laughs> Jesus, man, I was going seventy five down the interstate and spun tires. Shifted
1: from fourth into third, spun the tires and left it. <laughs> but. The cool thing about this movie, this movie was just completely about racing, and that was the cool thing about it at the time. You know, Shaggy starts off as a amateur racer, then eventually get you know gets turned into a werewolf and has to go race, essentially like wacky races, go ra- and race against Dracula, against Frankenstein, and has to race to get turn himself back into a human. And he he races in the movie. He he's racing as the werewolf in the werewolf mobile. Is basically, a beetle bug yeah. is Flint Flam in this one. No, no, Flint Flam in this one. That was um, th- 13 Ghosts. Oh, yeah, Vincent Price was in that for all yes. you Halloween lovers. So, I love the tea bucket, I love that movie. That tea bucket, His... Shaggy actually has a girlfriend in that movie, Googie. So, what Googie that's her name. Her, her name knows. is Go- Googie, yeah. yeah. Googie. How, how did I forget that? I baffled you actually forgot it. You you heard it first on the Talk Shift pod. I just corrected Caleb on a movie fact. But
0: That's fun. That's one of my
1: favorite spooky cards. I'm not a big scary movie person like these two, but that's one of my favorites. Trey fun. What is your second pick, bud? Well, my second pick is drum roll and
0: Well, when there's something strange in your neighborhood. Who do you call, Cody? Ghostbusters! Ecto-1. So, going to things we watched as a kid, Ghostbusters, it's just a cool car from one of the best movies from the 80s, in my opinion. I think like, it's probably one of the best comedy movies ever. Definitely, fantastic, it's right up there with Animal House. And I mean, <laughs> if Bill Murray wouldn't have had a big fight with uh, what Harold Ramis, yep, yeah, if they wouldn't have had a big fight together and everything, we would have had a third one, and it would have been great and amazing. I haven't watched the newest new one yet. Probably. Heard that one's all right. Heard that one's good. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did hear that one was good. I mean, Paul Rudd's in it, so yeah. he's he's the a darling be, child of Hollywood, the
1: ageless Paul Rudd. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be at least okay for him to be in. It. <laughs> yeah. So. Trey, tell us a little bit about Ecto-1. So, it's a 59 Cadillac ambulance.
0: Or, as some people from social media know them as, Ambalams. Um, so, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ambalam. Uh, the car acts like an exterminator's truck in the movie. It hauls their
1: equipment, but also it advertises for their business. So, Trey... Can you do an impression of, or anybody, do an impression of the siren from this car? No, but I know you can. Everybody knows it. If you've seen yep. Ghostbusters, this car is iconic. It's fantastic. It's so freaking long. One of my favorite quotes from that movie is, no one thought of anything the other day. It's like,
0: Dan Aykroyd's character just sitting there like, no, no, like all I could think of is the sweet and precious Stay puff Marshmallow Man from my childhood. <laughs> like, I didn't think
1: of anything either. Ray? <laughs> Ray? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, Caleb, what's your second pick? Well, mine is the red-on-white
0: two-tone 1958 Plymouth Fury from the 1980 film and book of the same name, Christine. Wait, wait, hold on. It's it's not the Wraith? No, it's not the Wraith. Is the car from the Wraith even a pick? You'll just have to wait and see, buddy. It's just a ripped off. You know Chris, I'm not a patient so, person. So, Christine. Christine is bought by a high school kid, Arnie Cunningham, from Roland LeBay for $600 when he spots the car in LeBay's driveway on the way home from school. And he instantly falls in love with this thing. Even though it's a complete hunk of junk. Even though the story, through the story you find out Christine is either... Possessed by a demon or Roland LeBay himself, depending on if it's the book or if it's the movie, it's, they kind of change things just a little bit for that. The car gradually repairs itself. And again, depending on if it's the movie or the book, it either repairs itself, itself, or in the book, Arnie pushes it up and down the rows at the pick apart where he's working on the car himself in reverse and the miles go down on it and gradually dents pop out and the windshield fixes itself and everything repairs itself.
1: So, Kale, would we, this be the first instance of somebody rolling back the odometer on a
0: car? Probably not the first instance because this, ha- this came out in the '80s. I bet they were—I do- <laughs> think they were doing that back in the '50s. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it gradually fixes itself. I remember one of the quotes in the movie because it's just gradually fixing things at a different time. The one that owns the garage that he's working on the car himself points out to somebody, "He's like, he's got good hands, but he works so damn cockeyed." And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes. He put new wiper blades on a car that's got a busted windshield. <laughs> <laughs> brand new wiper blades. When it's finished, the midway through the movie, the car is back to showroom brand new. Like, shining shining red paint, all of that. It's gorgeous. But by the end, Arnie's dead and his best friend crushes the car at a junkyard. Now, the funny thing about Christine is that Stephen King knows absolutely nothing about cars and never has and I'm going to go ahead and come out and say right here that Stephen King's kind of a hack these days. He's going to say, by this point, he's run out of things to be haunted. So mm-hmm. yeah. we're down to haunted spoons and shit. So... If you come at me, if you don't like that, oh no, the
1: haunted rusty spoon, (laughs) oh no, the haunted whiskey bottle. (laughs) Do y'all ever watch that
0: YouTube video's uh, rusty spoons? (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm gonna show that to y'all later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, so what I'm talking about is the fact that the uh, 58 Plymouth Fury was only available in one color and it wasn't red. What was what was the color? It's kind of a pale, somewhere between pink and gold, not quite champagne but that's like, the color was it's like a like a rose gold almost, almost with a white top like okay. it was absolutely not available in red <laughs> so but also there's a few other things um in the book the uh, car is a four-door the fury wasn't available in a four-door in 1958 it was only available in a two-door also he talks about the uh shifting the car seeing the gear lever move and that the car had a Turbohydramatic, you know transmission that's a Chevrolet thing. The Plymouth Fury didn't even have a stick shifter. It, for, it went on the automatics, not on the column or anything. They had push buttons. All right, so Stephen King's one of my favorite authors. In his defense, he didn't have the giant World Wide Web at the time when he wrote this book. That's no excuse. It, like, you want this man to scroll through old auto magazines? I mean, we do it, but... <laughs> I'm
1: going to say... As a car person, yes. Oh, no, yeah. Should. No, I I agree. As a
0: car person, but as a person that appreciates the author, I was like, he's got other things to do. Yeah, but like do on, a uh, lot of cocaine and get hit uh, by a car, and the driver. Come on, now it. we're talking about a time when when mopars were famous for their push button transmission, and mm. you write a book and say that it has to be shifted with a stick on the car. I give a lot of credit. Credits do, but
1: come on, if the car is only available in a four door. Come on, train. Yeah. Only yeah. two door, but in the book it's a four door. Oh, excuse me. In the, in the yeah.
0: book it's a four door, but yeah, yeah, it, he just he was reaching. A lot of people think maybe he had got a when in his research for it he had read about the Plymouth Belvedere, which was available as a four door, which was available in red. Still didn't have a turbohydramatic transmission because they didn't have Chevy didn't Chevy. even have those in the fifties. Yeah, they had the two speed, the old girls. All that being said, Cody, what is your number one pick? Carry on my
1: wayward son. Trey just told you. I think we all know. My number one pick is Baby. The black 1967 four-door Chevrolet Impala from the spooky TV series Supernatural. This car may have single-handedly made four-door versions of muscle cars pretty cool. In this show, this car is bought by John Winchester after he comes back from the Vietnam War. Then the car is passed on to Dean Winchester early in the show, but is driven by the brothers from the beginning. The car is a 327 cubic inch V8 with a four barrel car and a bench seat. It also has an 8-track player sometimes and other times a cassette player. We're not going to talk about that part, though. Tell me you noticed that. <laughs> no. yeah. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Thank you, CW. A double-decker player back then. Neither one of them are CDs. We're, we're not going to talk about that part, Table. The trunk has a... Well, it has another trunk with protection spells on it that contains all the gear necessary to hunt demons, vampires, and even rogue angels. So, I love this car. Honestly, and what's crazy about it is, nowadays, I think the show came out in 2005. Before that, that's the entire reason they went with a 67 Impala for the show is they were so easy to find because nobody wanted them. Especially a four-door car.
0: Uh, no, like muscle guys don't want it, but also to hunt Rougaroos, Cody. Correct. But this, another thing I read was that for a long time, a four-door car or something like that was considered a parks car
1: for the real car, is what they always what, were bought as. Well, what's crazy about it is, you know, they went, I mean, the show went for, gosh, almost... 15, 15 season. seasons. 15 seasons. Yeah. Probably 16, 17 years. It, and um,
0: yeah, it ended, what, 2020? 2020, yeah. Yep. They put the last yep. season out during COVID yep. when they filmed it. So, Nichols never did grow into that deep voice he uses for stuff. And Dude, we, Sam, uh, Sam, my, Sammy, Sammy. 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 We're staying, Sammy.
1: So, what's really cool about it is if you go try to look for one of these cars now, it's hard to find. Absolutely. Because the studio at the CW actually bought so many of them for the show, it is almost impossible to find a black 67 Impala. It's
0: it's like how uh, Deuce of Hazard kind of ruined the 69 yeah. market for... Well, a, well, not even just the 69, the 68, 69, and 70. 70, 70 yeah. The body shape's the same,
1: you just don't show them from the front or back. Yeah, and, doing shit, you know? yeah, and I mean, everybody, when you think of an Impala, it's like, 64, 61, the early a 60s bubble top, with a bubble top with the round tail lights on crazy them. Crazy tail on the 59. Yes. You know,
0: like you know, gorgeous but strange. How many cars do you see it cruising and everything? I was half expecting to see a 67
1: Impala four door at some point. Personally, I would I would love to have one. I'd like to have a two-door version, black. It's yeah. just it's iconic. I mean, it really is one of the best in my opinion. I'm not a big scary movie person, but I love Supernatural. It's one of the most iconic TV cars of all time. Oh yeah. I think Jensen Eccles actually has one of the only copies of the actual. He has one of the hero cars. Doesn't yeah, it? he has I think he's got
0: an LS seven. Yeah, like a big
1: swap on it. So he, Jensen, if you're out there, hit us up. <laughs> I would
0: enjoy to come to your brewery that you have in Austin, Texas. actually. Absolutely, we loved you and the boys. So,
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, Trey, what is your? Number one pick. So, my number one pick is
0: actually from probably one of my favorite movie series, and Caleb's as well. It's an Oldsmobile from the Evil an, Dead. An Oldsmobile? Yep,
1: 73. Not a rocket 88 either. No, no, it's a 73 Oldsmobile, Delta 88. Tell me about that. <laughs> so, in the first
0: movie and the second movie, they're not really used a whole lot. You just see them go into the cabin in the woods, riding up in it. Or uh, Ash, you know, attacking it with a chainsaw, such like that. Then uh, Army of Darkness, him and a blacksmith customize it to fight evil Ash, and that was super cool. Yeah, they do a, a steam engine. Swap yeah, on they did a steam you. engine because he's like, combustion engine, trying to explain it to the guy, and the guy's like, we could do steam, and they just throw a steam engine in it. And don't forget, they use Ash's books from because he's in college. Yeah, and they get his, and books the out of is, his books. The thing is, Campbell is supposed to look like he's in college through the first three movies, at least. There's there's no way he's looked like he's been forty five <laughs> years old since he was twenty. I looked at one point whenever I watched Evil Dead uh, Last Halloween. I was watching. I was like,
1: I wonder how old he was in that movie. He was 22, and I was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That'd be like putting one of us in a role for college right now, quite frankly. I mean,
0: it looks like he belongs in 22 Jump Street, back to college. Y'all going back to college. (laughs) 23 (laughs) Jump (laughs) jump Street. Evil Dead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But fantastic movies. My favorite one would probably
0: be Army of Darkness, but
1: still great. So, so Trey, question. Have I seen this car before? Is it in Spider-Man? Yeah, actually. What is it? Uncle Ben's car? Yeah, yeah Uncle, Uncle Ben's, Ben's car. car. It's in the driveway in all of them.
0: Also, in the tie-ins to that is Campbell does the voiceover in the video games and stuff, and he has appearances in a few of the uh, Spider-Man movies, too. Yeah. Raimi, actually the uh, what director of sure. uh, Evil Dead, so he does... He actually, that was one of his first cars, was a 73 Oldsmobile Delta. His dad gave it to him. Yeah. So, and he owns one himself. He owns that car that's in all the movies. Yeah. The one that's in all the Evil Dead movies. It's his car. Yeah. So, it's also in this really
1: bad yellow, like, borderline. Oh, yeah, I remember. Urinal, (laughs) Urinal piss yellow. With a beige top. But, um, but Uncle Ben dies in it, man, right next
0: to it. Well, he dies next to it. He doesn't die in well, it. Well, he gets mugged in it. He uh, does, he does, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's even in... One of my favorite facts is that it's even in uh, one of the best westerns ever, Trae. what What is that one? Quick in the Dead. It was reported that the car was disassembled and the frame used for a wagon in the film. <laughs> what? what? They did the same thing for uh, Oz movie that's got James Franco in it. That terrible... Yeah. Dumpster fire of a movie. Yeah, they took it God. apart for that movie. <laughs> and it's floating in the, the Doctor Strange, too. It's floating in the air. And yeah, it, it. <laughs> it is.
1: I didn't see it there. Yeah. But anyway, so Caleb, what
0: is your numero uno pick? Well, my numero uno pick is a
1: Dodge Turbo Interceptor from the Wraith. Fucking knew it. I mean, drum roll, please. Yep. We have, have been number building number. to this. All season long shift heads for Caleb to finally talk about the car from the Wraith. So That's let's, right. Let's just completely kick it to Caleb to tell us about the Wraith. He's been itching
0: to do it since the beginning. That's right. My my number one pick is a car from the nineteen eighty six film The Wraith. But before we do that, let's talk about our honorable mentions tonight. Okay. What are the cars that were in Spooky Stuff that we didn't mention? Uh, Trey? Uh, the uh, car from uh, The Frighteners. The car from The Frighteners. What is that car? It is a... Christ. Is it a Citroen it's... or a Volvo? I think it's a Volvo, actually. It? Yeah, it is old Volvo. I mean, the car's not really used a whole lot in the movie. He just goes point to point in it. But, I mean, he drives... fantastic movie. He drives through Ray's fence to be in it. Yeah, he does. It was right after Back to the Future. It's a classic. Have you mm-hmm. seen that movie? No. It's a horror uh, the, comedy. The, no, no. It's, it's, it's not really horror. It's not really comedy. It's But it's good. I mean, I like it. My dad I mean, loves Jake, that movie. Jake Busey's in it. So. Yeah. <laughs> all Busey. Uh, one of my honorable mentions is going... What's your honorable mention for this?
1: I, I've mentioned before, I'm not a scary movie guy. I'm not a horror guy. I will mention the news van from the movie Scream. Not bad. Not bad at all. That van's actually used a lot in the movie, so... So I'm going to say that my honorable
0: mention is going to be Blade's 1968 Dodge Charger R.T. from Blade
1: 1 and 2 and 3. What color was it, Caleb? It was black. But, Caleb, do we like black chargers on this show? We do, yeah. Are Uh, you sure? We do.
0: Well, No, no, no. no. If we played back a tape... (laughs) I said we were bored with those because of the Fast and Furious. You said you were bored with them. (laughs) I did. But this movie came out in 1998. We weren't bored of black Dodge Chargers yet. I thought and, you were going to say not we bored. And I quote, not every Dodge Charger has to be black. Wade's <laughs> like, Charger
1: was, yeah. Dominic Entretto's Charger was black. I mean, we saw yeah. that yellow Charger while
0: we were cruising. It was a breath of fresh air. But in 1998, a black 68 Charger with a black vinyl top I was different. Wish, I wish that would have been my uh, honorable mention because right. I love the Blade
1: movie. So, we've been honorable mentioned. The moment is here. You want to know about the race? Finally, Yeah, tell me. Tell something me you want
0: to know about the race.
1: I want to know about the damn race. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I've actually never seen that movie. Really? Yeah. All right. So this car is used by freshly returned from the dead as some sort of ghost, Charlie Sheen. Hold on.
1: Charlie Sheen is in this movie.
0: Yeah. He actually. This movie was actually made like he was on the way to catch a plane to go make platoon. And uh, they kind of stopped and got paid to be, because he's not really in it a lot. So, this movie opens with a race between a 1985 Shelby Dodge Charger Daytona and a highly modified Corvette driven by the future director of The Notebook. Seriously. <laughs> so yeah, no. so was, was I, I didn't believe you on that. <laughs> and then I Googled it and I showed it to my wife. She's like, yeah, yeah, he's like, so. He did anything else besides do this? Was he, like, he, was yeah. yeah, he, was he was in face off. Yeah, he was in face off. He was bald and wore a leopard skin. Uh, Blazer and Face Off mm-hmm. so if you've listened to our podcast many times you've heard this before yeah. so uh, the movie shows that the year before the gang is uh, racing the Corvette they killed Charlie Sheen so that the uh, notebook director could get with Charlie Sheen's girlfriend well, that's and Charlie funny. comes back for revenge and causes the death of each and every gang member remember? except Ron Howard's weird looking brother Clint uh, <laughs> <laughs> The car... Ricochet shot at Ron Howard. By the way, <laughs> in this movie, in this movie, Clint Howard's wearing some kind of... is wearing the wig from Eraserhead for some reason. Yeah. And some weird little round glasses. He looks like an absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but tell me about the car. Okay, we're getting to it. Just hold on. So, uh, the car used is the Dodge Turbo Interceptor, a wedge-shaped mid-engine concept car, and a very slick metallic black paint job a dodge mid-engine car yes really this was a uh, concept car so you know what that means what we say around here shift heads Uh, a concept car is what the companies make so they can show consumers what they could make if they wanted to but they're not going to make it
1: so we're in the 1980s we have a dodge mid-engine car yeah so how far did that go
0: I think they made this one and then they let them use it in this movie and it's been in a private collection since then.
1: That's what I thought. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like they didn't even use any of the technology that they worked out for this for the Dodge Viper. Like it was Shocking. Just, yeah. And then Coco was like, no, nah, let's bring Shelby along. He's like, no, nah, let's not do that. <laughs> Wait, they didn't even use any of the parts from the Omni GLHS and any of that uh, stuff. This had, this had a weird, you know, like a front engine inline four that was, mm. had a transmission with like, if you imagine a, four cylinder front wheel drive engine. You imagine that it has, you know, five front forward gears and one reverse. Now this is a transverse mounted engine where everything's just turned around the other way. So it has five reverse gears and one forward gear to deal with all these weird problems. So that's how they used to do a lot of the, a lot of that kind of stuff, crazy, right? So, this car was never brought into production. It's a, it's a pretty slick kind of movie. Lots of interesting cars in it. There's a 78 Trans Am in yellow, the 77 Corvette driven by the Bully, uh, the 85 Dodge Charger Daytona, and a, uh, and a 1968 Barracuda driven by a guy named Gutter Boy. Caleb, uh, what other actors in that movie? Oh, wow. Uh, also, Randy Quaid is in this movie playing the local sheriff, and it's the cleanest he's ever been seen. He, this movie came his first appearance as Cousin Eddie in the very first vacation movie. Yep, Shitter's full.
1: Well, and on that strange and kind of disturbing bombshell, Happy Halloween, shift heads. Good, Good night.
0: night. This has been a production of SGB Media.